Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, where we give you an inside look on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, Mercury will be entering Aquarius, which is going to bring some different energy. We've been dealing with that Mercury and Capricorn for a while. But in case you missed it, last week we had the full moon in Leo. It happened on a Sunday. So if you're listening to this on Monday and that energy is lingering over, then definitely listen to last week's episode before diving into this one. And just to give you a heads up, next week we will tell you everything you need to know about Pisces season, all of the transits that happen, and how they will affect you. Also, you can continue submitting your questions to us through Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, we will not be answering your questions next week during Pisces season because we have a lot to cover, but we will continue collecting questions and answering them in the following episodes. And if you're not a subscriber, then after a short ad break, we'll dive right into the episode. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's begin. So before I tell you everything you need to know about Mercury entering Aquarius, I just wanted to briefly mention that during this week, on the 7th specifically, Mercury retrograde post-shadow will be over. So after the 7th, there are no more Mercury retrograde lingering energy that comes to an end and then we can move on to mercury entering aquarius which conveniently happens on february 11th at 6 23 a.m eastern standard time per usual the date and time are from the website astroseek.com what you need to know when mercury is in aquarius this is a period of time where you're becoming a lot more original you might find that you're becoming a bit of a free thinker how this might affect you you might find that you are challenging the norm not wanting to do what everybody else is doing finding your own voice and finding that maybe there are some rules or some things going on in your life where you just don't really want to form it anymore Something you might not know is that Aquarius is an air sign and Mercury represents our thinking and communication. So while Mercury is in an air sign, it's placing a lot of focus on the way that we communicate and think about different things. This is really important to know because we're going to be craving community and wanting to connect with others and have more intellectual and deep conversations during this time. 
With that being said, you also might feel a little bit left out during this time because we are really focused on the group and what other people are doing. You might find that you're thinking about others and how you fit in or maybe how some of your desires and things that you're interested in are a little bit different than other people and accepting that that's okay and really embracing your uniqueness while Mercury's in Aquarius. And if you're wondering how long this energy lasts, Mercury will enter Pisces on March 2nd. That actually happens at 5.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you have this Mercury and Aquarius energy until that day, March 2nd at 5.51. (laughs) Now, certain signs will be affected more than others. The first being Aquarius, depending on what placement you have in Aquarius. And just to clarify, by placement, we mean the personal ones. So sun, moon, rising, Mercury, Venus, Mars. Depending on which placement you have in Aquarius, Mercury will be conjunct that one. So you might find that communication is flowing a little bit easier and it's really easy for you to speak up and share your ideas. Now, if you have Leo in your chart, depending on what the Leo placement is, Mercury will be opposite. So you might find that when it comes to communication, you might need to find the balance between saying a lot or saying nothing at all. And then if you have Taurus and or Scorpio placements, then this Mercury transit will be square those placements. Squares do bring about some tension and challenges, so you can expect some tension and challenges when it comes to your thinking and communication during this time. You might feel like you're not fully able to express yourself in the way that you'd hoped or maybe you're struggling to write things. A little bit of Mercury retrograde type energy, but not exactly the same. So there's some key dates you're going to want to pay attention to while Mercury is in Aquarius. The first one being February 16th. Mercury will be square the nodes, both the north and south node. And with this, you might find when it comes to how you're just thinking about things and the way that you communicate might not really match the direction that society is heading in. If you find that you are feeling like your ideas don't align with what society is working on, what they're doing, that is totally normal with this Mercury square the node situation but just know that it'll pass and this is your reminder to do your own thing regardless of what society is telling you to do and then on February 17th Mercury will be sextile Jupiter this is a really good day for communication and also anything that requires a lot of mental thinking and processing if you are someone that likes to write, you might find that your thoughts are flowing very smoothly. Also, in your everyday conversations, those could be going very well. You might be a little bit more talkative than usual. Do keep in mind that you might have a tendency to overshare or say too much, but overall, it's good vibes. On February 21st, Mercury will be square Uranus. During this time, you might find that you might be a little bit indecisive. You might also find that you're really seeking change or that things are just changing around you and maybe you are eager to experience something new. That is to be expected during this time. But per usual, as we always say with Uranus, expect the unexpected. Squares create tension. So just come with this with an open mind and know that the energy will pass. 
The day after, on February 22nd, Mercury will be trying Mars. This is a very fast-paced aspect. Your mental space might be very busy. You might say things without giving yourself the time to think it through, but because trying is a positive aspect, it might be helpful to be able to make those quick decisions and to respond to things quickly as well. And then on March 2nd, Mercury will be conjunct Saturn. Now, some pros and cons to this. We'll just get the cons out of the way. <laughs> so those might include that you might be feeling a little bit more serious during this time, maybe not wanting to communicate or express yourself. And there is a bit of a tendency to be a bit pessimistic with Saturn energy in the mix. However, the pros to this is this is a really great day for long-term planning. If you're thinking about your future or things that you just want to achieve in the long term, this is a great transit to do so. So now it's time to dive into your questions. The questions we'll be answering this week include tropical versus sidereal, progressed charts, what to do if you don't know your birth time, as well as some questions about the astrology of Valentine's Day. And lastly, questions about a specific moon aspect that occurs twice a zodiac season. So if you want to know the answers to those questions, then definitely stick around and we'll answer them. But if not and you want to go, we totally understand. Just make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at BLME the stars if you do decide to head out now. We'll catch you next week. And for those who stick around, let's dive into the questions. So, Kara, question number one. What vibes will the Mercury in Aquarius bring for fellow air sign Mercuries? So, if your Mercury is in Gemini or Libra, that means that Mercury in Aquarius will be trying those placements. Trines are positive aspects, so your communication will be going very smoothly during this time. If you have your Mercury in Aquarius, that means that Mercury in the sky will be conjunct your Mercury, which is Again, just really enhancing your communication skills and bringing out that part of yourself. It also will be your Mercury return. We did discuss what returns are. I believe in last week's episode, if not in the week before. Regardless, that just means that it's starting a new cycle in terms of your communication. So moving on to our next question. Valentine's Day is coming up and you mentioned that this year Venus will be in Pisces for Valentine's Day. But isn't Venus always in Pisces during Valentine's Day? So the answer to this is no. <laughs> Venus is not always in Pisces during Valentine's Day, but it does happen pretty frequently. Not too frequently, but it does happen. So just to give an example, Valentine's Day in 2019, Venus was in Capricorn. In 2020, Venus was in Aries. In 2021, Venus was in Aquarius. 2022 Valentine's Day, Venus was in Capricorn. Next year's Valentine's Day, Venus will be in Capricorn. And in 2025, Venus will be in Aries during Valentine's Day. So it does always tend to have Venus within either Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, or Aries. It stays within that range of signs, but it isn't always in Pisces during Valentine's Day. So with that being said, 
enjoy Venus being exalted in Pisces during Valentine's Day because it does happen, just not as often as you would think. So question number three, Kara. <laughs> Why are my planet placements different in my tropical and sidereal charts? And does that mean I embody both signs? So your planets are different because it's two completely different systems in terms of how the astrology is being calculated. So it is to be expected that your chart will be a little bit different when you're working with different systems. We aren't sidereal astrologers. So if you want to dive into your chart and look at it through that lens, you would probably want to consult someone who is. In regards to if this means that you embody the energy of both signs, there are a lot of people that do believe that. So if you're curious and want to explore it, I definitely recommend that you do that, whether that's through self-reflection and looking at your chart in both systems and seeing how you feel if you relate to both or if you want to go seek a reading with astrologers who practice that method. Moving on to our next question. What does it mean, Jade, to have the moon square Mars? So whether you have this in your chart or this is happening in transit, this is usually just a time where your motivation and your anger and your emotions maybe aren't necessarily working together. You might find that you're getting a little frustrated easily and maybe act and then calm down or vice versa. Something to know with this like emotional frustration that you might feel during Moon Square Mars transit is that right now Mars is still in Gemini. It's going to be there for a while, I think till the end of March. So while Mars is still in Gemini, every time the moon is in Virgo or Pisces, you can expect to feel that emotional frustration because that is when the moon will be square Mars. Okay, next question. Kara, <laughs> when looking at secondary progressed charts, do you pay attention to the progressed ascendant or just the planets? So it's really personal preference. If you're just starting out with looking at your progressed chart and the transits, you might want to focus on just the ascendant or just specific planets that are very important or prominent in your life right now that you want to explore. If you have been looking at your progress chart for a while and you're really into the transits, then you can start adding in other things, additional planets and other considerations because in the beginning that can be a little bit overwhelming. It's a lot of different moving pieces, but in general, just personal preference depends on where you're at in your practice and what makes the most sense for you. So I think that brings us to our last question, which we get often and it's a really good and important question. So I'm excited that we will be answering it. Jade, someone asked, what should I do if I don't know my birth time? Does it really affect my chart without this information? So the answer is yes. <laughs> it does affect your chart if you don't have this information. As you see every week when we're talking about the transits and we mention that they happen at a specific time, that's happening potentially on the day you're born. So if you don't know your birth time, it's quite possible if you're born in the morning on the day of a transit change, you could be a Mercury in Capricorn person. Or if you're born in the later half of the day when Mercury changed and entered Aquarius, you could be a Mercury in Aquarius person. The same thing will happen with, you know, potentially the moon and obviously your rising sign. The rising sign will be the thing that gets left out if you don't know your birth time. There are some other things that get 
get affected by it too, such as your midheaven and the IC, those will rely on your birth time. With that being said, there are ways to figure out sort of what is the best time of birth for you. There's chart rectification services. That's not something that we offer, but other astrologers do this. You can take sort of a DIY approach by figuring out certain things in your life. For example, what your spending habits are, which could align with your second house, what your relationships are like, which could align with your seventh house, what your home life is like, which can align with your fourth house, etc. So there is a DIY approach if you don't want to get a service done. But we do strongly recommend booking a chart rectification service with an astrologer who does offer that service because that will be kind of the best way to figure it out if you really don't have the ability to find out your time of birth. But that is pretty much it for our questions and for this week's episode. Just a reminder, next week we will be diving into Pisces season. So if you do have questions, like we said, we won't be answering them next week because there's a lot we have to talk about, but we'll definitely save all of your questions and make sure that they get answered in episodes to follow. So feel free to submit your questions below if you're listening on Spotify. If you do have a question, maybe a more personal one that you'd like to find out the answer to sooner rather than later, then we strongly suggest booking a reading. Reading are hosted on an app called Intro, which allows for FaceTime style like calls. You just select if you want the reading with either me or Kara. We have readings for as short as 15 minutes to as long as one hour. You decide what you want to talk about. There's a slot for you to type in all of your astrology questions and we'll answer them face to face on the call. And if you've never booked a reading with us before, then you can use the code STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S, for $20 off your first reading. And if you want to stay in the loop with us and everything that's to come as Pisces season unfolds, then make sure you're following us on social media. We are on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at B-L-M-E, the stars. That is all for now, and we'll see you all next Monday.